this philosopher cannot philosophize. Damn. Shenanigans to be hopeful about. Okay. Oh, we, we've got some topics. I know this looks bland, but... There's Number a- two, breast implants? Yes. Bre- we're talking about <laughs> breast implants on today's episode of the 2AM podcast. Welcome back. The ugly ones, the beautiful Zade's, ones, the mediocre Zade's ones. focused on breast implants right now, and it's a... Uh, an epidemic inside of the stew it's been causing a lot of internal friction amongst all parties involved and he, he just can't seem to let it go was that a sexual and it's reference really, what are you talking about never mind we're talking about your problem right yeah. now this is not i'm problem. trying to be very open on camera yeah so like we can work through this as a podcast too and as a group <laughs> because quite frankly like look look at sight he's he's beaten down he's tired of just hearing about your excitement and pure passion for something which you don't have medical expertise about. Actually, I do. Really? Where's I've, the PhD? I've done 10 surgeries. Where's so the doctorate? I don't need a doctorate to do surgeries. You actually do. No, I don't. You need a lot of things to do a surgery, including a lot of medical licenses, especially a doctorate. Do you hear a faint whisper somewhere? I do. And it's not Logan. <laughs> Leaves one person. Me? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was not yeah. actually talking about breast implants. But he was. Yeah, but he was, though. So He was kidding around. Brain implants is T- number two. <laughs> we just forgot to laugh, right? That's all that happened. Sure. Yeah. That, I hate that, both that's of what we're going Sure. That's, that's how not re- funny it is. That we- <laughs> That'll be on record as what the problem is. <laughs> Even I'm not amused. All right. So, can you two banter for a second while I uh, sure. unprofessionally go plug in my laptop? Yeah, dude. So, here's what's happening, Are right? Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Yeah, this guy's so unprepared, but it's fine. Oh. You know. It's okay. Because, uh... <clears throat> yeah, dude. I don't know. What do you think of lightsabers? I think I could fuck up China with, with a oh, lightsaber. damn. Like go through the Chinese province and just take out the communists. You you can fuck up so many things with a lightsaber, though. You'd you'd have a lot of power, but honestly, I prefer a a gun. Really? Yeah. Lightsabers are cool, though. Yeah, but somebody can just shoot you if they have a gun. Well, not if you slice the bullet with your lightsaber. Bro, what kind of Matrix movie do you live in? But then, (laughs) then if you slice the bullet with a um, if you slice the bullet with a lightsaber. Wouldn't it just be shooting hot plasma in your direction, theoretically at the speed of sound? Yeah. That or does it fully disintegrate the bullet? That's what's up for debate. It fully disintegrates. It probably fully dis- disintegrates. Does it just <laughs> shoot plasma in your fucking face? Ah! <laughs> also, if you're a if you're a true Jedi master, you should have the ability to just throw the bullets back at whoever threw them in the first place. Oh yeah, so. you're right. Yeah, use the force. That's why I think they use uh, laser weapons yeah. or whatever, plasma guns and shit. Well, I'm just going to keep it at lightsabers because I don't want to get to... They are kind of real now. Have you seen that video? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that <laughs> Yeah, dude. These dudes built like a s- semi Really? What? He's got to kill the vibe. Go on, go on. No, do I don't even want to talk about it now because it's too bitching to talk about fucking lightsabers. Yeah, bro. That are real. Does not give a shit, dude. He's like, I know, it's... It's whatever, bro. He's the type of guy to talk about Call of Duty weapons like they're fake. (laughs) (laughs) A scar. (laughs) You know it's a real gun, right? (laughs) There's no M16 in real life. No No way. (laughs) It's all digital, bro. It's all made up by Treyarch. 
Oh, God. Well, have you guys been watching the news? What about it in particular? Well, I remembered that why I stopped watching the news to begin with. Because of the headlines. <laughs> the wording of shit is One just, million yeah. new cases of COVID. Last night, dude, I, I hit on the news and it said, it said, golf GTI with a young man speeding to his death. And I'm like, you can't just say there was a car accident on the fucking 91. Like, <laughs> speeding to his death? Well, I mean, what's, what's more interesting? What grabs the attention more? Oh, uh, some fucker died on the 91 or pardon but my what's French. more professional if pardon it bleeds French, it though. leads though so if it bleeds that's it the motto of mainstream media mm. where'd you hear that from Night i don't caller? remember <clears throat> twitter jake gyllenhaal twitter 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 jake gyllenhaal money twitter don't you dare say anything bad about him no i wasn't disrespecting good oh, he's a great actor. My boy wait 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 <laughs> <It's> my boy <laughs> do you guys know what today is what oh my god Episode 60 of the 2AM podcast. How could we have forgotten? Big 6-0. Well, that's why I catered some tacos for all of us. Which no, which perfectly is my height. Let's pull out a taco Party shell. Pack. I wasn't even here earlier. God forbid. <laughs> I think it's perfect that episode 60, um, for the past couple episodes or so, we've been doing, um, I guess you'd call them like directed research mm -hmm. pods, where we just like have one person kind of make an entire podcast and then we read all the notes off of it and go through it all together and yeah i think it's perfect that episode 60 is my podcast because that's my height six foot zero are you actually and, six foot yeah even six foot even even all right flat all right chad thundercock okay <laughs> but my point is it's my turn it's my turn yeah, to take yeah. the reins all i right. get a jump in control okay. for the pod the topic of today which is your mother what <laughs> to look out for things in the future that maybe you don't have to be weary about but should at least have somewhat of an idea that it's on the way it's coming it's coming and it's coming hot right it's coming in hot yeah and in some cases a little bit hotter than you may expect it to hotter than an sti on a right 90 degree angle curve right <laughs> cooking yeah cooking cooking <laughs> okay so that being said Things to look out for. I got three primary topics. And the first one I wanted to talk about, because it's been coming up a lot in the news, especially because of one guy in particular, and that's body augmentation. Mm. Big topic. A lot of things to cover in here. I'm excited. Now, the first thing I wanted to talk about was cyborgs. Mm. So off, out of the gate, what do you guys think when you hear the word cyborg? I Robocop. Yeah. Immediately. Like, that, that's Robocop, what you think of, yeah. A, that's in a weird way a good example of it. An extreme example, probably a little bit out there for what we got right now. Or the Terminator. But is that a cyborg? Yes, actually. Kinda. Because I feel if I remember correctly, a cyborg is a human that's been augmented with machine yeah. parts. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. But he wasn't really a human. He was just kind of a He robot. was just flesh on robot. Yeah. So oh, okay. Simulated gotcha. flesh. Which I guess could theoretically be a cyborg. Yeah. Depending on how you wanna label it. But yeah. we don't like labels on the two AM podcast. No, not at all. We don't check the expiration date. <laughs> we don't we don't look at the nutrition facts because we don't like labels. So Cyborgs, electronically augmented human beings. For example, the first thing I wanted to talk about, prosthetics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Obviously, 
the main reason I even bring it up in the first place. So we have some pretty batshit prosthetics already. I'm not sure if you knew about this, but there's one in particular that I wanted to bring up, mm -hmm. and I'll drag it onto screen for you so you can see. So this is a prosthetic limb. It's from right around the elbow down, and it's um, a hand that interfaces with the body via cathodes that connect to neurons, if I remember correctly, or nerve endings, excuse me. So you can actually control the arm as if it was just your normal arm. And also, what's even crazier is they put sensors on the fingertips so that you can send, like, you can have a feeling of touch. Oh, okay. Again. That's awesome. So, like, imagine your arm got blown off, cut off, whatever. You lost half of your arm. Uh-huh. And they're like, all right, well, we'll just give you this new one that does basically the same shit as the last one. It's made out of titanium, so you're never, you're probably not going <laughs> to break it. Oh, and you can feel again. Mm-hmm. How is that even well, possible? Well, because you got to think about it this way. If you've ever talked to an amputee, they're usually like, I feel like it's there. Phantom limb syndrome. Yeah. It's there and they can control it, but there's nothing moving, obviously, because there's no, there's no ligament. Mm -hmm. There's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So the nerve endings still work. They, they still function. Or it feels like they do. It, what do they feels like they do. The nerve endings? So there's, um, I, I forget exactly what the name of the technology is, but it's like essentially a little... It's like a little point for the nerves to grab onto. It's like a circuit board looking thing. Mm. And they attach each nerve to like this circuit board thing. Mm -hmm. And there's How like a hundred nerves are there. I think for this arm, they did a hundred of them. There's only a hundred? That's a lot. I mean, it's not as many as a normal arm, but I mean, imagine going from nothing to, oh shit, I could use my arm again. It's absolutely impressive, <laughs> yeah. I could catch a football again. I could pick up an apple. Pick up a grape. I Is could, that a grape? I could write again. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a step in the right direction. And how badass would it be to have one of those? That'd be the cool... I mean, it's literally <laughs> called the Luke Skywalker amputee arm. <laughs> or it's called... Uh, what, what was the name of this one again? It's like the, the Luke arm, I think is what it's called. Yeah, the Luke arm developed by Mobius Bionics has 100 <laughs> microelectrodes that are connected to the nerves in the upper arm. And so they you, interface directly So you could basically, brain. are there any things that you can't do with this thing? Well, obviously it's going to be limited just based off of the gears and stuff it has in it or mm. any of the whatever. I'm sorry, is this not interesting enough for you, Say? No, it is. I'm just looking up um, the <laughs> He's actual, doing some extra doing like research. A, like a prosthetic. Um, like I remember seeing something. Oh, I'm just, I'm joking with But you. it was a picture that I wanted to pull up for He's you. on Pornhub. He's lying. He's, no, I'm, I'm he's on, on Cornhub. Cornhub. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. That's, that's a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pornhub's a thing. <laughs> What? Mm -hmm. What do they just harvest fucking corn on camera? No, you just log on and there's a bunch of different categories for yeah. different types of corn you may enjoy. <laughs> and Dude. They have um I think it was like multiracial corn and it's the corn that has like the oh white, the god. blue, yeah. and the red on it. Oh my god. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with people? Stupid, bro. It's good shit. Of course. What, what about that um that um augmentation or that that prosthetic you were talking about that you were looking up? Um, it it resembles heavily the um, the prosthetic that was in Deadpool 2. Do you remember that? No. That one dude. I forgot his name. The guy with just one... Um, oh, he's the bad guy in the yeah. movie. Yeah, I, f I know who you're talking about, but I totally forget his name. I forgot his name. I don't know if it was Francis or whatever. Anyway. But yeah, it was him. Um it heavily because like what it essentially did was it made made that arm very strong. Mm. 
super because strength. It, because it's built mechanically, you know? Josh Brolin. Oh, Cable. That was his Cable. name in the movie. There we go. Yeah, yeah he, but you remember his arm thing? Yeah, well, his that's arm like oh, that's way like over exaggerated, but or another example of that would be um the Winter Soldier or what's his name? Yeah, that's like the most badass arm prosthetic I've ever seen. Yeah, that's so yeah. It's yeah. Just... And there's people that are actually trying to replicate muscle muscle fibers and tendons by using hoses that use air to expand and contrast them, so that'd like you could insane. actually get like full mobility. Imagine out of that, them. dude. Yeah, that would be nuts. Not only is it aesthetically pleasing. But it's just like it's prosthetically pleasing. Prosthetically. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, one. think about it in the future though. Like, if you if you worked a um a mining job, let's mm-hmm. just say that hypothetically, and a blast went wrong and your arm's gone, they could just attach a prosthetic to your arm that's a drill, yeah. like all together. Now you're the most useful guy <laughs> on the entire lot because you're yeah. just drilling through rock with For your real. arm. Like now, you don't need to swing anything. Here's a real life tool. question though. Hmm. Is it covered by insurance? That's an excellent question. Are prosthetics going to be covered by insurance? Most likely God. not. If if it is, it's probably a, per, a small percentage. You better have the gnarliest insurance plan of all time. We're talking like, beyond Kaiser. Yeah, that's going to be a couple hundred thou a year. Yeah, for your hundred thou. Multiple. <laughs> I really hate but like that word. Your insurance is so big, you start speaking in old English. You just, you just look at the thou. You look at the copay. Though. You look at the copay. $750. Ridiculous. <laughs> this is bullshit. Is the average so, copay like $25? I have no idea. That's a I great think it's question. 25. Uh, I think it's, it's always what I pay. I think it's 45 or Whatever. Anything like that. Well, that's that. what I pay. Anything like that. Yeah. A small amount. I just, I just to... pay less than you. That's better. I thought it was twelve fifty. Well, that's what I pay. <laughs> <laughs> Humble bragging. Wait, all right. So, for the next thing of body augmentation... Something that I think is probably the most important aspect of this topic. And arguably the most difficult. The most difficult, the most important, and has the most potential positive and negative implications. Mm -hmm. Brain implants. Now, before we even get into what they are, let's talk about what we know or what we've seen at least publicly with them. Mm -hmm. The first example, and the big one everybody can think of, or most people can think of off the top of their heads, Neuralink. 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 Mr. Musk. Mr. Feline Tusk is yeah. bringing us a brain implant. Now, what his reason for creating this is, we have no idea. Like, he's just like, yeah, we're, we're doing it. <laughs> it's kind of like, like... It's kind of the... It's, dude, he's the type of guy where when you're a kid and you're having sleepovers and all your friends are talking, right? And you guys are saying the most absurd, like, impossible shit. You know, you guys are like, oh, dude, it would be so cool if we can ride on a dragon to a fucking castle in the sky or something. He's trying to do that stuff. Oh, yeah. But he's doing it. He's, he's like, doing I can it. Make it yeah. <laughs> he's he's executing. Executing. Brain augmentation? Implants? No. What the hell? Yeah, we got this. The same this. guy that gave you PayPal is now like, giving you Neuralink. All we have right now from Neuralink is that demonstration where they put it in a pig and it could like <laughs> accurately model how it was walking just based off of the impulses it could get from the Mm. implant. Still pretty insane. Which is nuts, yeah. That's really crazy. But there are some other things that could come along with that. Now, when he was talking on Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, one of the first things he mentioned, this is a pro, big pro, is that it could theoretically just end seizures. Because 
Mm. What usually causes a seizure in the brain, primarily? Well, a lot of things, for starters. Things. Yeah. I mean, it could be a <clears throat> negative reaction to an impulse of light. Yeah. Like, that's what triggers it. Mm -hmm. But in your brain, it starts scrambling. It starts sending a bunch of mixed signals, firing neurons improperly, and that's what causes the... So imagine balancing the signal, sending a signal out to balance everything out. Exactly. Mm. You send a counter impulse in real time, and that stops mm -hmm. the seizure from happening. That's a great pro. That's a huge pro. Yeah, that could, like you said, could end seizures. So theoretically, if, if this brain implant worked, could you then get your driver's license? If you were previously diagnosed with epilepsy? Possibly, yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah, That's pretty crazy. If it's been proven to work like 100% of the time or 99.999. I'm very familiar with epilepsy because I have a family member who has it. Yeah. But that's fucking insane. Isn't that crazy? It could totally change somebody's that, life. Mm -hmm. That brings me to another question, which is, um, is there like a height limit? Or a height minimum for driving? No. I don't think so. Isn't that kind of dangerous? <laughs> if you're, I mean, if you're handicapped four below, the, if you're handicapped below the waist and you're able to drive, I'm sure they can figure out a way for somebody to drive that's like four or five. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're really like, if you have like, what was it, a, an impairment or something, don't they like create mechanisms like further out? Yeah. Yeah, they have solutions for that. It's not just, like you're sitting on top of a stack of books from yeah, college. And you, you know? or, oh, yeah. or it's not like Indiana Jones with short round where he's got the wooden blocks under his feet. He just presses the gas pedal. Oh no, they would God. extend the pedals outwards okay, for you. Which brings me to another question. What book would you put to sit on? Because you hate it so much. Obviously the Robert Greene series because they're thick. Oh, they're thick. <laughs> they're thick books. Why, like, dude? I would just get Robin Thicke's book because it's already thick, written by a... Robin Thicke. <laughs> The title Wide. of it is so thick. <laughs> Immensely You could almost fit on it. Or better, you could almost thick on it. Jesus. It's either so thick or being thick. Yeah. <laughs> so it, al it also says AIDS people with neurodegenerative, so Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Yes. So theoretically, we could help Joe Biden. Not even... Whoa. Hey, Jesus. Oh. I, I thought you didn't want this to be political. Yeah, what the I'm pretty sure he has dementia, right? Well, it's a guess. All right, so here's what I think about his policy. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> but it's uh, the reason why I brought that up is um, yeah. it's not even potential. It's actually been proven to work already. Okay. So a company mm -hmm. that's not Neuralink made another brain implant that they put into somebody with um, ALS in the later is, stages of uh, the, it's a neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative, ah, good Lord, neurodegenerative <laughs> disease. Do you remember when everybody was pouring um, buckets of ice over their head? Yeah. The ice bucket challenge mm -hmm. that was raising money and awareness for ALS, and everybody forgot about it and stopped funding it after that <laughs> yeah. shit ended. God. Just saying. Uh, anyways, <laughs> just saying. Anyways, <laughs> virtue signaling. Um, no, somebody in, that was in the later stages of ALS, which means they lost a big portion of their mobility. Gone. Damn. Their ability to speak is mostly gone. Mm -hmm. Like eighty-five-ish hmm. percent. Is what I would guess based so, off of the article that I read. I'm assuming it it's it's muscle related, right? It's muscle related. It's basically a misfire. Or it's um your brain not being able to send signals to the body. Okay, shoot, properly or in the late stages at mm -hmm. all. And so they put this brain plant into this guy with the hopes that he would be able to speak. And turns out, yeah, that shit worked. Late stages was not speaking regularly or 
clearly whatsoever. And then they put this brain implant in him. They dial it up. They figure it out exactly how it's going to work for him. And then all of a sudden, he can't speak perfectly, perfectly, but he can speak. How are they able to... I mean, the brain is so complex. Yes. How are they able to just, like, pinpoint where it needs to be or how it needs to work? Like, Well, I'm not the expert. Yeah. This feel, like, this isn't my... That's, that's, I'm not a, I know, it's just I astonishing make, how they're yeah. able to just <clears throat> at least slowly make progress. I can make a guess if you'd like. Just pull it out of my ass based off of what makes sense in my mind. 2AM podcast. Yeah, out. sure. So if, like, I had to guess how they use this, right? Especially with Elon's uh, Neuralink, because he was talking about this quite a bit mm -hmm. he said it monitors your brain in real time <laughs> so if Neuralink is going to be able to monitor your brain in real time that means it'll know when neurons are firing and where they're firing mm -hmm. so that means they're able to determine when neurons fire in a specific region of the brain what area of the body is affected yeah so like there's a just that right there yeah it would pick up you blinking right there it would know yeah, well, it's, it's kind so of like a, it's it a pulse that. that I'm providing to the circuit board that is taking notes, basically. Exactly. In real time. It's just that quick. So it's like, for example, when you when you blink, it's like, oh, that's the muscles, or that's how you yeah. control the muscles for your eyelids. Now, plug in a, a keyboard to your computer, right? And then click any letter or a space bar or control that's all doing something through a circuit board. That's essentially what's happening. Mm-hmm. The human body is just being looked at as a computer now. Basically. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's very weird. But we've been making that comparison for a long time. Yeah. Because we've been talking about the processing power of the brain and yeah. stuff like that. That should answer your question. Is that this isn't just being studied now. <laughs> this has been being studied. Yeah. But now we're just time. getting closer so we can actually like... Now we actually have the technology we can make a plan to do something for, about it. Exactly. Exactly. Now those are the pros of it. I wanted to mention, this could be seen as either a pro or a con, depending on where you lie. Mm -hmm. Augmented reality. Now, people are like, we already have AR. I know. <laughs> I know with the new iPhone 12 Max, they have this crazy lens where it takes an infrared scan of the room, does a really close digital projection into a 3D space, and theoretically, you could pop on a VR helmet and then walk around said space that you just recorded with your new iPhone mm -hmm. 12 Max, whatever. Crazy. That's nuts. Now let's take it a step further. In your brain, because mm -hmm. we were just talking about this, it's a perfect segue, they were able to read where sensory input can come from as well as muscle movements. So if they can determine where your brain picks up information from your eyes, theoretically they could just say, oh, wait a second. Don't take in all that information, or better yet, let's take all of it in, and then we'll add some extra stuff to it. So now you're getting augmented reality from within. From within the mind. And it looks real. Because, I mean, it's projecting from your brain. Your brain's telling you it's there. Yeah. Just so like, what would that even look like? Like, you can create... The shittiest city would could become the most beautiful place in the world. Yeah. Damn. Except for the smells. But then again, you could just train your brain to say like, oh, those smells you're smelling? No, they smell good. Yeah. And yeah. then you enjoy them. That's insane. So look, think about it this way. You've tried a VR headset, right? Yeah. You know how when you put it on, you can still tell you're in a space because there's like kind of like, because it sticks so far out that you can still tell that there's like a it's box. It's still very wonky. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's very dark. But it's not, it's not eye level. Mm. So it's not using your full 
like it's using your your full peripheral, but it's standing outwards. So that way you can still see there's some walls. You're still looking at a screen. So yeah. are you yeah, essentially just a putting a layer, uh, an additional layer of information onto reality? Yes. Okay. Let me, uh, but it isn't there, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So like the best way I could describe it is for anybody that uses Photoshop or mm -hmm. After Effects or really any program where you make art or video, videography, stuff like that. So it's like you have your base layer, right? Mm -hmm. And let's just call this base layer reality. That's everything you see, Yeah. right? Yeah. Now imagine you created a new layer, put it on top of that, and drew in a whole bunch of cartoons and stuff like that. That's the added information. Yeah. Mm. And now that's, that's now layered on top. Mm -hmm. It's not blended in with reality, but it's layered on top. Yeah. Enough for you to be confused that it is real. Yeah. Well, to visualize it even si like simpler, let's just say you had exactly that. It was just two buildings, a sky, and a road, right? You're like, hmm, this is missing something. You would add a layer. Exactly. You're like, you know what? I don't want it to be daytime. I'd, I'd prefer like a sunset. It's a video game. <laughs> it's literally a video game. It's, it's weird. Yeah, straight up. Now, here's where, here's where that goes a little bit awry mm -hmm. in my mind, right? Is how far can we push it? Like, theoretically, when I go to sleep, can I pre-program a dream? And then in that moment, I still feel weight. Like, I can still feel gravity affecting me. I can feel my body as if I normally would. However, I'm not moving. And I'm fully aware of it. It's not like how in a dream where everything's kind of hazy. It's like, no, I feel it. It's yeah. real. Here, I don't think... Or it, it would, feels real, at least. The way you're thinking about it is, like, can you design your own dream? Right, is that what you're saying? I'm trying to take it to, that's, it's just an example, but I'm trying to plat or project it to another yeah. place. I, I think that it wouldn't be so advanced. Like maybe you could control a dream, but not in the way you think. Like it's kind of more like, uh, would you prefer a nightmare? Happy dream? Do you want to bring out sad memories? Do you want and then to, you know? just let your brain do all the rest of the work? Yeah, and your brain comes up with it, but that way you get to feel it. What, you get to feel what you want to feel. Right? So, seems but if you choose the dream, point. why can't you make it specific is my question. And also, if you have something that directly connects to your brain, and, I mean, your brain creates the dream, that's what it's doing. It's processing information, projects it to you, so you can interpret it, break it down, whatever. Why can't you augment that, make it whatever you want? I, I don't know. I feel like dreams are just one of those things that no matter how much you study, it's just you don't know what it is. You don't know what dreams are. But if you understand Yeah, it is the, brain activity. If you obviously. understand how it how they interact though, does but, that even matter? I don't know. Does but, it matter what they are if you understand how Yeah. I'm just trying to think of it as how would you send information to I don't know. Because are there well, potential negatives but to, it, that's to not, being able to mani manipulate your That's where your I was trying to get way. to. And um there's actually a book by a guy named DJ Mikhail Michelle. Mm -hmm. It's a part of his Pendragon series, book four. Um, and it, so in the story of the Pendragon universe, there's essentially travelers and they travel from world to world and they try to protect it. Yeah. Cool. It's a cool story. But in this book, they travel to a world and I totally forget what the name of it is. And that's embarrassing, but they travel to this world and he gets there and it's like a big city, like, holy shit, where, but where is everybody? No mm -hmm. one's around. 
Looks like the whole city's been abandoned for years. All the buildings are coated with layers of dust. Nothing's had a fresh coat of paint. Cars have been sitting for years. Where the hell is everybody? And then finally, he meets the traveler from that world. He gets to understand the world a little bit better. Turns out, almost all of humanity has resulted to living in these things that are called lifelight pyramids. <laughs> and what lifelight is, or a lifelight pyramid, it's a place that you go. It's a pyramid, <laughs> hence the name. You go and you sit into this tube and you have to put on a whole suit for it and they attach this thing to your stomach that feeds you a food that they call gloid, which it's a food that permeates through your skin yeah. and gives you all of your nutrients and stuff like that. And then they attach a bunch of electrodes to you to stimulate your muscles so that you don't atrophy or go into full fatigue. And then you get to experience whatever you want. Hmm. And people gave up reality for that because it's way better. Like, clearly better. Yeah. If your life is in the shit, like, if you're homeless, you got no family, no money, no hope of getting a job, why wouldn't you choose that? All of your even, needs are met, right? Yeah. All of your basic needs that you even, need to survive. Even more so. If you were making a million dollars a year, you still got problems. Mm. Not in this machine. In this machine, every business deal is perfect. Your relationships are perfect. Because that's how you project them. That's how you want them to be. But that isn't reality. But that would get boring. Would it, though? If I you think could it do would. anything. I think it would. Anything. Eventually, over a long enough time, literally, scale, you would exhaust it. Literally anything. I don't know. I feel like it would only get boring if you're not using your full senses. That means, yeah, you have sight, but like, what about smell? Oh, no, they're, they're all in there. They're all in there? Yeah. Everything's what, in there. What about time? How does time interact? Like, how do you interact with time? Does it, is it more linear like it is now? Or I think if I remember correctly, they did kind of go the, um, what, what was that movie called? Inception route, where the dream time is a little bit, it goes by faster in the oh, dream okay. world. Like, for example, they had this one guy who was like the dude who created the whole thing. He was in one of those jumps for like, a couple years like eight or ten years he didn't come out <laughs> so you can live in those things 100 percent, and be fine so my only question is it's like what's stopping people from doing that once it becomes available yeah because i genuinely think if it does come to that people aren't going to take the reality route a lot of them won't well there's always going to be the hipsters where they're like no we're gonna we're OG fucking reality. I'm gonna live in the woods. I'm gonna live in the woods. Chop my own wood. Do you see? Make a fire. You could do that with augmented reality. Well, what's weird is it's like yeah, it's a scary thing for humanity, but at the same time, it'd probably be the best thing for it. Mm -hmm. Because it's like yeah, let all let the majority of people go into those buildings, and then let the world rebuild itself slowly over time. So then okay, theoretically, then... you just have crews of people that are out tearing down these cities and then rebuilding them into things that make sense for the small populations that live out there. At any po Well, my question is, at any point, do you, is there a point where you spend so much time in there that you don't know the difference between reality and virtual reality? In the... Or does it all just become the same thing because it... it's so real? Great question. In the book... At least that I was that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. The doctor that was in there for so long just completely rejected reality. 
It wasn't that he wasn't able to distinguish between the two. He said, no, this is reality for me now. Okay. He's like, yeah. he's like, why do I need the real world when I have everything I want? I yeah. mean, yeah, I, I see a lot of people taking that route. Well, it's everything you want and then some. Because you in that world, you could break laws of physics. I guess that does make sense. Because we, we kind of see it today. If If someone's always drugged out, that's their reality at that point. I'm still convinced that you're going to get bored of it or there, there's going to be something it's not going to feel right. But because you could chase this quote-unquote perfect life and you can have all the well, rewards it's, it's of it. It's one of those things where none of us know. Yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't know until, it's, until we try it. Yeah, I think it'll be so addicting yeah. and so tantalizing. Because, I mean, look at video games now. Even video games back in the day. Do you remember, like, the PS2? Mm-hmm. Like how shitty those graphics were in comparison to what they are now. People still lost time to that shit. Imagine if you were able to... Imagine if you couldn't distinguish between reality and the simulation. Yeah, but you could do anything in the simulation. That is trippy. Now, do you think it's going to be for a certain crowd? No, it could be for anybody. Because the cool part yeah. about it is if you're old, right? You're like in your 80s, got arthritis in your hands, your knees are fucked, you have a hard time eating. Oh, just pop into the reality machine. Or the alter reality yeah. machine, faux reality, whatever you want to call it. And you can actually exercise and do whatever oh, the hell you want. Not, you, not more than exercise. You could feel young again. Yeah. You're like, oh, I remember what it feels like to be 20. What, so a, you what just, a selling point. You just go back to that. What a selling point. Because I know if, I, if I'm 80 and this technology is available, I'm immediately going back well, to that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about not, it not being available to um, consumers. Like it's just going to probably hit military first. <laughs> And then I don't know why the military like... would need it, though. That's the thing. I guess for except for, like, tactical training, maybe. Yeah, like, that's... that would make sense. That'd be a good tool for, like, police forces and stuff to have. Yeah. Because then they could actually put, be put into stressful situations, like, that are real. Yeah. You know, because you have somebody else make them so they don't know what's going on. And then you pop in, do the training, be in a real stressful situation. So when you go out, you're like, okay, I know it's going to suck. But at least I'm more prepared for it. Yeah, I feel like someone's gonna contract it. Like a like does a this mean industry. that they're already doing that with VR, by the way? Yeah. Does this mean that you can? Does immortality exist at this point? That was another thing I wanted to talk about. Maybe that's on the table. Now that's a whole nother conversation yeah, because that's that's, that's, that's uploading consciousness, which yeah. theoretically you could do. Because mm -hmm. if you're able to read a brain in real time, you essentially have a map of it. Yeah. So like you could recreate somebody's. You could just recreate somebody altogether, and it would feel like a carbon copy of them. There'd be no way to distinguish between the two. However, the copy is not the real. The copy ain't the original. That's yeah. why it's called a copy. Bruh. That's the okay. thing that. But yeah, yeah. It, go for it. It tricks your God mind. Like damn. it just plays yeah. with you. I know. You're like, where does it end? It doesn't. Yeah. It's just opens up this whole new world that we <laughs> don't know anything about yet. Well, we know some things, but like, guess we have to wait. And potentially, find out. it's all potential. That's the hard Dude. part. That's the hard part about transferring consciousness to me, because people say like, oh, there will be no difference. Like you'll, it'll feel like you. But here's the thing: it won't feel like you because you'll be dead. Yeah. Literally, the only thing having or grounding you to this experience that we call reality, which is a really big leap, like a big, big yeah. statement, is your brain. So if that goes away, if the brain tissue deteriorates and goes away, falls apart, whatever, 
you're not around anymore. Yeah. But if you want an exact copy of you that thinks the same way you do, dreams the same way you do, interacts the same way you do, and that comforts some people, I guess go for it. I have a problem with it. It's not for me. Yeah. It's not for it's me. It's a personal all. decision at the end of the day. Exactly. That's what it really comes mm. down to. It's not for me, the whole having a fake person, because it's like, the way I look at it is you all get one ticket to the ride. Mm -hmm. This ain't the carnival. You don't get yeah. do-overs. You don't get second chances. I mean, you do in life get second chances where it's like, I was yeah. down on my luck and I got back up. What you if, get that. Yeah. But I mean, like in terms of being alive again, we don't know. Wouldn't that reduce the value of that person originally too? Like, yes. He'll just, he'll just become old. Like, the value of human life is of essentially one. nothing at that point. Dude, <laughs> replicating Zade. <laughs> I'm fucking tired of this guy. <laughs> this guy's been on Twitter for fucking a hundred years. God damn it. Oh, dude, it would be even funnier because he's just Logan and he's already immortal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, definitely yeah. some interesting things to think about. But yeah, that was like my big question. Would you choose the best version of life that feels real, but it isn't? No. Hell no. I'd rather I, have my life. I would choose it for a specific period of time. I think there's a point where I, I spend so much time in there that I'm just like, you know, I'm just done with this. I'd mess around with it. You know what I would do? I would put on reality or whatever the hell I wanted to map out in my head and go out and start shooting and just filming <laughs> and then look at the footage later and see what the fuck I captured. <laughs> just some bland ass footage. <laughs> he records it in the, we'll call it the virtual reality. And then edits it in reality and then uploads it. Well, Dang. here's the here's the thing, at least in my mind, right, when it comes to this. I, I just don't see people not taking it. Because once you get it for that first time, it's like how some people describe, I think it's meth. Mm -hmm. Like after one hit, you're hooked or whatever. Yeah. Because once you have that first taste of pure freedom, unadulterated, literally nothing stops you. And you back out of that, mm -hmm. I don't think people are going to be able to accept that. Because once people go in, they're like, holy shit, this tastes 100% like bacon. There's the smell coming off the pan. I feel the heat from the stove. The fat is sizzling in the skillet. I picked it up, dried it off, took a bite. It was crispy. All the flavors were there. The caramelization from the burntness was on the, was on the meat. No, I agree. And, because and then you don't gain weight. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course people are going to take that. And then you come back to reality and you have a piece of bacon. You're like, fuck my heart. Yeah, there's no way. There's, there, I, just, I just can't see it. I feel like there's going to be something to distinguish it from you know that this isn't reality. I'm pretty sure. I think... Well, that's the I thing. Th if the technology becomes so good, it's indistinguishable from reality. Well, I think the thing that'll make it so you can distinguish the difference is you're like, most people can't drive a Pagani every day. Yeah, But in that, it could be your daily driver. Listen, a, a lot of people have a hard time putting down caffeine, nicotine, whatever their drug of choice. You give them full access to basically a dreamscape, mm -hmm. of course they're going no to No one gives it. a shit anymore. Well, Nobody cares. That world will, I think, ruin TikTok and social media. <laughs> It'll ruin society, yeah. at least in terms of like cultural, what would you even, cultural contributions? Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm, unless they're creating digital stuff in that space and then they create a social media 
that links all of the people together and that's how you share stuff yeah because the closest thing to to that that we have i think is movies mm-hmm. you go to lose the world for a couple hours and then you walk out right mm-hmm. yeah so now if everyone's life is a movie do we need movies <laughs> no because yeah. you're doing the cool shit yeah. Well, in that world, stuff. you are you are Mr. Ocean. <laughs> yeah. In that world, you are taxi driver. In that world, you're Mr. Incredible. In that world, you're you're whoever Superman, whoever the fuck you want to be. That's, yeah. Once that's you get once you get be. tired of Superman, you can go on and be the Hulk if you want. Like mm. yeah. Uh, and then once so you're tired crazy. of the Hulk, you can jack up your intelligence to be that of Albert Einstein. Yeah. Or better yet, you don't even have to do that because you're like, huh, I wonder if I can create like some new form of physics. And you did. Because you can. Then you're like, fuck it. I want to create. Because physics don't matter. I also had another thought. If that's the case, can you break out of human limitations? Obviously, because you could like fly and do mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I mean like biological limitations. Like could we th- think of new colors? Yeah. Because what's limiting our color perception is... Our brain. Yeah. Well, it's also the signal or the receptors that we have to catch that light. Yeah. But, I mean, could you hypothetically think of a new biological mechanism that you could put in your body, which isn't actually in there. It just feels like it is, or you pretended that it is, and now all of a sudden you see, like, infrared as well as our normal color spectrum. Oh, I would say, yeah. And night vision and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Dude, damn, this hurts my head, but... (laughs) This is it's my, endless. Exactly. Yeah. This is why I love these topics, man. Yeah, they're good ones. I love these. Oh my god. All right. It's a black hole. Let's move on to topic two. <laughs> wow. So this one is mass obesity epidemic slash overpopulation globally. One of my favorite topics uh, to discuss. What? Now obesity? Yes. Now <laughs> I want to start this off by saying this is more of a look at what we should be doing now into how we can make ourselves healthier in the future, Mm -hmm. right? So I just want to list off a few statistics out of the gate just to get the the juices flowing. Some shocking ones. So, since 1975, obesity has more than tripled across the globe. By the way, these statistics come from the WHO, the World Health Organization, in case you were curious. And also, in 2016... More than 1.9 billion people over the age of 18 were overweight or deemed overweight. And of those 1.9 billion, 650 million were obese or categorized as obese. Dude, that is... In 2016, it's 2020 now, so we've had some time to change. Yeah. But in 2016 alone, damn near two-sevenths of the population was considered overweight. Oh, my God. That's not obese. It's just overweight. Oh, sorry. Population of the planet, not just the United States. Overall. In other words, most of the people on the planet are severely unhealthy. Exactly. And that's a big problem for a bunch of obvious reasons. (laughs) Also, another stat that I thought was interesting, it was um, more more people in developed nations, I think, according to the WHO, are dying of complications due to obesity rather than being underweight wow it goes to show you something exactly so where do we go from here the first thing that came to my mind was that there's definitely going to be a problem 
with how we feed the population in the future. Because mm-hmm. we're growing. We grow. We, we're not moving backwards anytime soon. No. Unless a not. major catastrophic event happens or for some reason the world's governments just go absolutely batshit and put a whole bunch of restrictions on how many kids you can have or better yet just how many people are allowed to be alive. That's a whole scarier situation. Yeah, your free will is out the window. Yeah, yeah. that's a scarier situation, mm-hmm. which we can talk about later. But like, I mean, if there's more people on the planet right you have to find a way to feed them and it means that's cost effective right so obviously we're going to go to high processed super unhealthy means to get that done and that's just going to further exacerbate the problem Mm -hmm. so do you guys have any idea on how to potentially curb that solution the obesity solution or the the population feeding solution yes um have a good one Go for it. We should put limits on, um, or kind of rules on companies that generally have the control over this, which are companies like McDonald's, right? They try to, their budget to make meals is trying to be as low as possible, right? So they can have more profit, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, what comes along with that? Unhealthier foods. We're getting less and less meat. We're getting so much processed crap because you essentially want to give out so much but reduce the cost of everything ironically, by a lot. Sorry to interrupt you, but ironically, we've been getting more meat in the food. Like well, It's that's actually what's... closer to normal meat. And I know that sounds weird, but it was like, mm-hmm. I think it was in the 90s or in the early 2000s. Taco Bell was accused of only having um, 40%. Yeah, 40% meat. And then they put out a study that said, nah, <laughs> it's 80. screw you. Yeah, it's 80. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's 80. No, and so we're we, like, oh, okay. What's that 20%? Dog? Yeah. <laughs> Still very unnerving. <laughs> but you were saying. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that we, we really should watch the companies. I, I don't think they should have the freedom that they do have, you know, if they get too big. Because McDonald's is huge. It's and um, I forget who was, t- I don't know if you were talking to me about this, but McDonald's owns another company that you would never think of. And they run based off of property. Well, who owns McDonald's? That's my well, question. McDonald's is also theoretically just a uh, real estate organization as well. Yeah, yeah. Because they technically own the building. Yeah. So in order to franchise it, you need like so many things. Yeah. You need to rent really- the land. Um, and then buy the building or something. And also get formally trained. You don't buy the building. You just lease it from you McDonald's. You just lease it, yeah. And also you don't even own rights to like the franchise. Yeah, so essentially you're you just getting you a percentage. Don't. Yeah. You don't, you don't it's like really it. weird. Well, here's the thing. It's such a tricky thing to talk about because you have to tell, ta- it's like, it's not just one solution because they're dealing with a system here. You have to attack it on all fronts. So like you have to attack it from the top up and from the bottom or from the top down and from the bottom up. So are you so, disagreeing with me? Well, no, I agree no, with you. But like, that's it's definitely one, one of the yeah, one of the one methods. Of, yeah, like you have to keep companies in check who are who are peddling this shit, but you also have to spread, you know, good quality information about health, and make sure that the citizens themselves are educated, because only once you know they see the value in taking care of their health will they actually yeah. do it. So we watch companies. We better our schooling systems and, and the things that they're supposed to be taught, right? Because why is it that it's only when we get older, that's when we start to think about, I really need to take care of myself. Yeah, isn't By then, it's yeah, kind of a little late, you know? It's way too late. Isn't that something you should have learned when you were 10? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not 
32. It's like trying to fix a <laughs> yeah. leaky boat once you're out in the middle of the ocean rather than fixing it at the dock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's the day you realize you have bigger titties than someone else. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? And also and then we you have go, to... damn, I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. No, also... you've had a problem. You just realize now. <laughs> we also have to stop incentivizing these companies and give them, giving them, uh, you know, all, all sorts of tax benefits and... Yeah. Because we're we're incent these companies are incentivized to create. Well, think about it, dude. Any company, any company isn't shit without us. Yeah, it's true. We're the generator. Which what? is <laughs> which is why I'm more of an advocate of actually teaching people, you know, how to value their health. Yeah. Instead of just fo solely focusing on yeah, the companies value themselves. Yeah, value it, dude. It's a nice lifestyle. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see it hand in hand. Like, how can you have a clean house? But then you're just such a piece of shit, you know? <laughs> like, it just doesn't match. Maybe because I put everything within, like, aesthetic. Yeah. You know? But, I don't know. Like, don't you, doesn't, like, a clean household go with, like, a healthy person or a healthy diet? You can make a generalization, yeah. Right? In some way, we can all see that. You can see that in a lot of forms of movies, right? Like, if we watch Parasite. Remember how clean that house was? Yeah. That was a clean house. They were guess what? immaculately, too. Yeah, they were eating phenomenally. They're... Good steak up on their plate yep. every day. <laughs> exactly. Now, those are great ideas. Yeah. Especially the um, stop the subsidizing of these What are industries. your thoughts? That's a great, great way to go about it. Mm -hmm. um, I had a few ideas in mind as, or for simple food that can be grown really, really quickly. It's unbelievably cost-effective, or at least one of the two will be in the future. And it could feed masses of people and be cultured to a whole array, different array of diets. Mm. So the first one I wanted to mention is something called spirulina. Interesting. Spirulina is essentially, if this might sound gross, but all spirulina is basically is um, algae. Oh. Yeah. Just straight up out that shit that grows on yeah. a lake. Yeah, that's what spirulina is. Well, not hell? exactly that. There are a lot of different of types of algae. Essentially, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Lots of different types of algae. Blue green algae. This algae, once it's um harvested and farmed, it actually has some really good nutritional facts. As I pulled up on the screen, I'll read them out for you. So for one tablespoon, just seven grams of it, it's basically nothing. Mm. You get 20 calories out of it. Not a lot. Total fat, uh, half a gram majority of which comes from saturated fat. Then there's um, a little bit of polyunsaturated, monounsaturated, all that stuff. Zero cholesterol, heart healthy. Sodium, 73 milli milligrams, decent, heart healthy. Potassium, 95 milligrams, good for being limber. Mm -hmm. <laughs> limber, I haven't heard that word in forever. Total carbohydrates, 1.7 grams, just good for quick acting energy. And four grams of protein. That's surprising. That's Very a lot. Yeah, for, that's a lot spirulina. from just one, one tablespoon. Table yeah. So, spirulina, healthy. Oh, there's also some good uh, vitamins that you can get from it. Like uh, from that one tablespoon, you get 11% of, iron. just based on a 2,000 calorie a day diet, you get 11% of your overall iron intake, which is pretty good. 3% yeah. magnesium and a little bit of vitamin C. So you could use spirulina, send it to a lot of areas in the world where they don't have optimal vitamins mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and it could be used as a good substitute just to help people be a little bit healthier, get some more protein into their diet. And they also don't have to get a lot of the sodium and other stuff that would normally come along with ingesting protein, stuff like that. 
And that's not the primary solution. The one I really wanted to talk about is very controversial to a lot of people, including this guy. It's lab-grown meat. Absolutely disgusting. Why? Because we just don't need it. Why? I am, I'm convinced that if we manage the land properly and we uh, actually live according to how we were supposed to live, uh, we would have no impact. We would have no negative impact on the planet from cattle, for example, and we could have meat naturally instead of just growing the, you know, the muscle or just taking some cells and growing it. So good argument. How do you feel about lab-grown meat? Dislike. Dislike it? Why? Mm-hmm. Just because it feels gross or it sounds gross? No, because I feel like when we were born, it was... We were just here into fucking this natural world, this world as we know it, right? The world as we know it is supposed to be, you know, you get your red meat through cattle. You don't get it through grown shit. Why do you think we avoid McDonald's, for example? Or we've avoided McDonald's? Because that shit was lab grown. It was processed. It was... But it's not lab grown. It's not lab grown. That's the thing. It may have been modified in a lab, the meat. Yeah. But it's any not any sort of like if I'm gonna have meat, I'm gonna have meat. I'm not gonna have modified meat with the but same here's the thing. amounts of everything. This isn't modified. This is what people. This is a big misconception. Look, that dude, they're taking the cells if it's hand, from. I don't care if it's handmade. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna let nature do its thing. All right, and that's what's gonna provide me my meat. That's fair, <laughs> and you know what? I would agree with you for the most part. However, there are some other good ideas or alternatives to consider when thinking about lab-grown meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for lab-grown meat, the uh, carbon impact on the planet is essentially zero. Because you don't have any of the cows emitting the methane gas. Mm-hmm. You don't really need that much water for the cows to live. You don't need a water for the grass to grow. You don't need to ter- or terrorize. You don't need to completely demolish all of these yeah. lands with cattle overgrazing and stuff yeah. like that. So you're saying like to help Earth? Yeah. Okay. That's the, one of the big positive, the, like the biggest positive of mm. lab-grown meat. So it's grown by taking um, protein cells from a cow. So it could be from any cow. You could do a Wagyu cow from Japan, primo, top tier, right? Mm. Take it to this lab. They take some other cells. Uh, let me look at the name of them. Some other cultured cells, mix it in with the meat, and then the tissues begin to uh, multiply. And then they grow, and in this case, we only have Petri dishes as of right now. Mm -hmm. But what's also really cool is you can almost 3D print meat. So, like, if you want a Wagyu A5 olive Japanese steak, the best around. Hundreds of dollars for not even a quarter of a pound, right? Mm -hmm. Crazy prices. You could just grow it in a lab, and it tastes identical. And you didn't have to do all this shit to the cow. Okay, it tastes identical, but does it have the same nutrition nutritional profile? I don't see why not, because the protein, the the muscle tissues were taken directly from the cow, and those are what's replicating. What well, begs some, the question? Some could argue it's more organic than organic cows, to a degree, because essentially it's just the tissue of the cow multiplying itself. Hmm. So it's complete. This, this is the thing. Well. I don't know, with technology and science, it, I feel like humanity thinks they have a good grasp of how nature works. And they try to solve you know, the problems that we face with science and technology. But a part of me is just like, something in this is going to go wrong. But how about this? 
if we have, you could feed the entire population Wagyu steak or just good steak, like a filet every day for somewhere in between the price of going to what's like a higher end, like a in between a McDonald's and a Shake Shack, somewhere in between there. You could feed good steak, solid protein, good nutrients to people. Mm. I could see the value for a lot of people, but then again, fact, what do we what do we do with the land? We just build more cities on the land. You could either, I mean, that's a that's a whole conversation. That's actually what's going to come up next. Perfect that you asked that overpopulation. So let's stick with what do we do with that land? Well, there's a lot you could do with it, right? Yeah, you could build on it, but you could also have people cultivate it, take it back to its original state, try to help fight off the global warming even more so. Mm -hmm. Here's a scary thought, though. Let the nature return back to it, more natural animals and stuff. That's all you were saying? Yeah, if if something was to go wrong, can you revert back to cows? Yeah, as long as there's two cows alive, one's a male, one's a female. Yeah, but that, that process takes so long. Yeah. But you can go back. You can go back, but that's the thing. People would still be using cows across the globe. Like, they're not going to get rid of cattle in Brazil. Yeah, it's kind of like, this is the animal version of, like, Tesla versus, like, electric car versus fucking a motor vehicle. <laughs> Which I did talk about. That is coming up later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think about it because why not just implement more sustainable grazing methods? Because this might be the most sustainable method. Well, then that begs the question, are we even heading towards overpopulation? Uh, yes, we are. Yeah. Because isn't there a natural... Why I don't, do you think I don't COVID know that was much a thing, about dude. overpopulation. So. COVID was to depopulize us. <laughs> Come on. Because we know, we, that. Know that, we know that women in third world, third world countries who become more educated, as a result, have less children naturally. Yeah. And? Well, I'm trying to think. Like, are you saying are we education's actually... going to curb no, no, well, it's a, it's a big part in the third, you know, India and, like, all these other well, countries. There's still people over here that are having, like, families with eight kids. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a third world. It's an everybody thing. I'm just yeah. trying to think about it. I don't, I don't have all the answers here. Oh, no, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to break it down. I mean, I know where I stand on meat, lab-grown meat. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I don't blame you either. It's... it's feels like it'd be gross and it feels like it would I be I think wrong. we should just, you it's know. It's just like we're just fucking with nature at this point, you know? Well, yeah, but I my, mean. If well, it, here's, let's, here's my. Do, no, but here's the thing. Why do we have to speed things up? Why do we have to have like things that are so 100%? Why can't we have things that are like, you well, know. Well, for us to ramp up, if our population were to ramp up, right? Yeah. We would also have to feed them. And we can't just feed them a whole bunch of bullshit. We could feed them something that actually gives them something nutritious. Yeah, but we can also just get meat. Just like we do yeah, now. Yeah, but you would have to get a shit ton more cows, which we already have a lot of. Listen, there's listen. More, there's more farm animals, which would be like cows, chickens, and goats yeah. but on then the we're, planet than we're, there are people. Fuck. We're depopulizing fucking animals at that point. Who cares? <laughs> That's a whole nother problem to me. At least they could live naturally. <laughs> I prefer this method, lab-grown meat, if it's just from the cells from the actual muscle meat, right? Yeah. I prefer that method over plant-based... Um, what what's the fake meat called? Um, impossible meat. Yeah, it's I like prefer the first one. Definitely over that primer. bullshit. Yeah. It's loaded with industrial seed oils and all other types of BS. 100%. And that's yeah. how I look at it too, because you can still have free free range cattle. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be way more expensive than this. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I th- I think the truth is more in the middle. So this will probably become a thing, considering that they're investing heavily into it. I mean, look, this is like this is lab grown bacon right here. 
And it looks, I mean, if you were to slice off um, half of it, yeah, it looks you were to exactly just keep that like lower it. half, it would be bacon. Well, there you, you wouldn't go. even right. know. Well, right next to Whole Foods, they're going to they're gonna open a Half Foods now because of all the processed shit. Dude. This isn't fucking... even processed, <laughs> Well, to me, it's that's what it seems like. It's just a very lab-made, like, under a microscope. Well, does lab-made Do I really want to eat that? That's the question. Well, yeah, it's a process of some sort that you're... Well, it's a you're, process, you're making but does this... that mean... I mean, it's a process to range... to Sorry, range, to free-range cattle or grow cattle. So is that processed meat? Yeah, it depends on your definition of processed. I don't know. Well, there's a definition of processed, and that means anything that comes out of a laboratory in my head is just processed. <laughs> I think it also goes hand in hand with like, okay, human embryos. Oh, that's around the corner for oh, sure. What God. if those? Yeah. What What if those came out of a lab? Like, that's an interesting question. Then you have a full-grown human being who came out of the lab. Yeah, and you here, can't tell the difference. Now, here's the thing: this that actually break, brings up a really interesting question about overpopulation, which is the next thing we're getting into. So let's just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a mind. I'm headed. so excited right now. This is going great. <laughs> is, oh my I God. love this. Okay. Yeah, this is going amazing. Um, Sides no, if you have, to blow up. If you have human-grown embryos, mm-hmm. right, and at that point, I'm assuming you can grow them however you want. So, like, you're like, I want a kid that's six, seven. 300 pounds it's going to be ripped perfect skeletal system has the hair color eye color everything are you still allowed to have kids i don't see why not i mean yeah but but here's the thing i feel but here's the thing though if you could have a kid that's perfect perfect in every way unbelievably smart physique is to the nines or it's 10 out of 10 everything i don't know at that point if you have a normal kid aren't all aren't isn't what you're doing just kind of fucking up the gene pool because an argument because we want humanity to evolve and that's just making better people yeah but and i'm not saying i'm in favor of it in fact i'm actually fairly against it but but it is a point to be brought up Yeah, i'm I'm against it but I, I see it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, if you have a normal kid, you're risking the chance that he has any problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, you could grow these kids to have immune systems that could tackle anything. Yeah. So it's like if they meet somebody that's normal and then they produce a kid that has lesser genetics, what was even the point yeah. of having the lab-grown well, kid? I think that what makes life beautiful is the imperfections. Whatever you say, Tumblr. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, no, I can get where he's. No, I know what from. you're talking about. You know, like people will get close to perfect, but they'll never be perfect. And it, it begs the question: What is the value of being jacked and being fucking six foot three? If yeah, everybody's like that. Well, it's not even that. Well, dude. because everybody's physically on point, mentally on point. Like we can just be a smarter, more evolved mm-hmm. species as a result of that. Yeah, that's what I like that. But like, I feel like you know, with the way the world is today, people are going to use it for looks. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah, the whole point. Everyone's but, beautiful. Everyone's jacked. Everybody's smart as hell. Screw that. <laughs> screw that, bro. I want... I don't know, man. It's just but if who, everyone's going to be the same. like. But that's... Well, maybe not the same. Like, they don't all have to look the same, but like... Everybody's just more robust. Every, yeah, they're just better people. And I don't mean morally so. I mean like, I feel like physically. I feel like our conversations, conversations would be shit, first of all. Why though? Because everything's just gonna be like, oh, 
Hold on, let me download this information real quick. No, you don't download it. Or <laughs> just, I mean, you still have to learn things as any person would. You still make mistakes, you know, but you're genetically perfect. Genetically? Okay, okay. I thought we were yeah. talking about like, or as brains, close like to smarter. perfect as you. Everyone's smart. Well, no, yeah, that that's still a thing. P smart people still make stupid decisions. Happens all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just kind of against it. It's hard for a, a us to look from that perspective because we were never born into a world where everybody was like that. Yeah. So, like, it's, of course, us normies are going to sit around here. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm not a normie. Us normies are going <laughs> to sit around here and say, well, oh, yeah, that shit would suck. But it's like, no, imagine honestly, if everybody was hot. Honestly, I'm, I'm more in favor hot. of that. Well, everybody, everybody then, is smart. Bro, at that point, that, the, the way, I, the way I think about it is that we're not going to be humans anymore. Simple as that. Well, we're how not do you human. Define human then. Human is someone that was put here to tackling the big question. So out, out of the gate, you assume that there's a higher power. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. So a lot of well, the, we were just magically fucking, a decent amount of the scientific community would already throw that out the window. Well, it doesn't even a matter, lot of scientists but, are religious, but I, I feel yeah, but it's like, not even that, dude. It's just bro, just humans from day one. They already started fucking up. Right. Yeah. Doesn't that mean that it's a human trait? Well, and yeah, if, we, if we're all perfect, you know what I think it is. I think if we're all perfect, th those traits are out the window. That no, means you're still gonna make mistakes. I think a lot of people. Well, you first be of all, mistakey as now. First of all, <laughs> we're it's all, still a mistake. We're all used to how things are right now. Yeah. Um, but also, I think a lot of people have like this this tendency to think that natural is inherently better. Keep going. Now you can make an argument for some things that natural is inherently better. Um, but, you know, if we're evolving as a species, inevitably there's going to be some things that are quote-unquote unnatural that actually benefit us. Now here's my, arg my counter-argument. It's fucking tricky, dude. Here's my yeah, counter-argument to what you were saying, mm -hmm. right? Let's go back to the cavemen, right? Okay. Since we were first homo sapiens, yeah. right? Or even before that. Homo erectus, all those other previous iterations of human beings. What were they doing? What was their number one hunting. goal? Survival. Survival. Hunting. Survival, but also progression. Yeah, so they learned their own form of communication. Progression, so, how so? So we quite literally evolved. Yeah. Like the shape of human beings changed. The way we thought or think now has changed from previous iterations of what we once were. Mm -hmm. We progress forward. So we've discovered how to use tools. We figured out that we could get metals out of the earth to make those tools better. We always kept pushing forward. So for you to say that it's not natural for a person to try to strive to be the best version of themselves, I would argue is counterintuitive. I would say the natural thing is to push for that. Because that's what's deemed as better. Progression is in our DNA. I yeah. agree. Well, yeah. Progression. That's why I like progression. But I don't agree with that, that form of progression. I don't think we need fucking computers to start making shit up and making human bodies. Well, humans made the technology. Yeah. But if we can progress like before, where it was all natural and we do, we... But this is natural. How is it natural if you're... Well, what isn't natural? A human embryo just growing, you're making it in a lab? But it's technology. 
Humans created technology. Yeah, but technology is not a part of humans. But it's but if, natural if, that we made it because it makes our lives better. It's progression. Yeah, but just like anything else, you can use good things for bad. Let's put it like this. When the polio, when the polio um, scare was going on in the United States and globally, and it still is in some, mm -hmm. some parts of the world, don't you wish that if we told them, hey, we can grow these kids so that polio or anything else will never be a problem again, don't you think they would have considered it? 100% they would. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's their survival at stake. If we were able to grow people that didn't have to worry about the coronavirus again, don't you think we would consider it? Fuck yeah. Yeah, knowing our country for sure. Yeah. The main thing that's holding us back in that field, human rights violations for starters. And secondly, is religion. And I don't have a problem with religion, but you hear it a lot in government. We don't like to play God. We don't play God. We don't do this. But it's ironic because the whole position of government is essentially playing God. Yeah. You're determining how these citizens that live within these country barriers live. Yeah. But notice how it's called human rights. Yeah. Which, by the way, these governments gave to us. Yeah. They deemed them as human rights. Mm-hmm. It's not the only place we're playing God. We're playing yeah. God in a, a lot, a lot of, of fields. Places. A lot yeah. of fields. I don't know. I feel like if that thing was made in a, in a lab, it's not human. But it is. It's though. a replica. It's not a human. But, but here's but an important thing. But it came from a human embryo. No. It, it, it's quite literally from a human. Like, you don't grow the embryo. You make the embryo. Or the, a woman makes the embryo. There are millions of people who have the same exact mentality as you. The majority of people probably the majority, have the actually. same mentality as you. And so, I also have the same, maybe not that it's not a person, but I have a problem with it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there's a huge problem with that. It's unnatural, dude. It's not. But it is I natural. I don't think it's. Because it's progression. Bro, think about it. Because if there was a. At a certain point, you have to agree to disagree. No, if we went from yeah. Homo erectus to Homo sapien, what's the next thing to come? It's that. We're going to be outdated at some point. That's just the inevitability. So anything that we're talking about where it's unnatural, that's just us clinging to the fact that we're terrorized or yeah. we're so fearful of what's coming next. Changes, why can't we, we just let the, also natural? Why can't we just let the apocalypse happen and just call it a day? Why do we need to? Why do that? No, we must live forever. Why do that? We must continue. Why go the like, doom and gloom route? I don't know. Just like dinosaurs <laughs> had their fucking time and they vanished. Well, it wasn't their choice. They didn't yeah, blow up the fucking Exactly. It's on. not up to us either. Just let yeah. the world take its course, dude. <laughs> Each this this is why this is going to become a really hot topic debate in the next twenty to thirty years. No, nah, dude. That's my, why this is why it's going to be a motherfucker. Of That's topic, why this dude. podcast is titled "What to Look Out For" yeah. <laughs> what to look or "Common Sense." These are things. These are things you got to think about because okay, it's around what, the corner. What's the next thing we can we can go over? All right, depopulation. I remember you were going to talk about depopulizing. Oh, oh yeah, uh, we could. We let's stick on overpopulation just for a little bit. Okay, just yeah, two yeah. more uh, bullet points. So, overpopulation, if we don't go the route that we were just talking about, where we use designer babies and then we completely throw out natural babies, or at least homegrown babies, as we're going to call them. <laughs> we got um, countries may go to war over space, which I think is possible. Oh, and when I say space, I don't mean out in outer space, which already is kind of a problem because, I mean, China's like, we own the moon. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Okay, really. China I never think anybody claimed they owned the moon. Anybody like, who disagrees with that statement is is pretty dumb because we're already doing that. Yeah, we were That's doing basically that what all conflicts are over right now. Yeah, we were going to war over spaces before 
we even had an overpopulation problem. Yeah. yeah. So it's just around the corner. But the difference is we are going to war because we need said space. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how many of the pop, how many of the United States is just populated, like in terms of space? It's, it's nothing. I no, think it's, it's just nothing. a, it's a full donut. And then everything in the middle it's is just full fucking empty. Donut. <laughs> how? It's just a, that's what it seems like. It's just a glazed donut. Glazed. A gislain donut. No, I don't want to know how many people are in the United States. I want to know. It's it's yeah. It's gonna take some searching, but a lot of the United States is not being used. A lot of land is not being used. Yeah. See how it's like the the I think eastern it's the, mid. I think the green spots are all the spots that aren't. Green spots populated. are where zero people live. Yeah, we're looking at a map right now, and it's um four point four seven of the total land area of the United States. Wait, he had only developed about one. We've only developed just under 5%. Oh, yes. So, okay, so we have 2.27 billion acres in the U.S. <laughs> in 2003, this is an old statistic, but I mean, it's a statistic nonetheless. Uh, we had developed only about 108 million acres, or 4.47 of the total land mass of the United States, or land area. Ooh. That is nuts. So, like, here's the thing with overpopulation it's not that we're going to run out of space i think anytime soon i think it's we're going to run out of space where people want to live <laughs> that's what it's going to yeah. come down to people are like yeah this shit's cold i don't want to be here i'd rather be in california or like los angeles yeah and that's going to be that's where everything's going to look like blade runner 2049 mm-hmm. with the big buildings and stuff like that so that one's a, a big obvious no duh <laughs> lastly this is one that i just wanted to throw out there because and we in my mind, in my mind, it's important. And you're right; we did discuss yeah. it last podcast. And that's the loss of um, us being able to view stars because of light pollution. And think about how detrimental that is to people like astrophysicists and astronomers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their whole job is to look into the sky. If they're not going to be able to see it, how are they going to be able to do their job? Yeah, there's only a select number of places that actually have good visibility. Exactly, yeah. especially in the United States, like California. I think. There's such a small area of land that has zero light pollution in it. It's unbelievably tiny, like yeah. in comparison to the whole state. And the majority of the U.S. actually has almost no light pollution. Or sorry, has sorry. Oh my God, the majority of the U.S. has a lot of light pollution. There's very few spots that have almost a zero. Yeah, yeah. Like we noticed last time. I think it was Montana, or, or like, like Montana the northern and, um, part of Montana. Was it Washington or Oregon? It might have been Oregon. It was I New Mexico it was. as well. New yeah. Mexico. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's a big thing because, I mean, how many people do you know already that are like, I've never seen the stars at night? A lot. A lot, dude. It's more than you think. It was me for a while. Yeah. Because I talk to people to this day and they're like, I've never been to the beach. And I'm like, what? No, I get that if you live in like the middle of the country and you're like, I can't afford I know people that that were here. Really? Yeah. That's just stupidity on their part. Yeah. That's just their loss. I'm like, why not? And he's like, I don't know. I just never did. I'm like, uh, what? Uh, Do you I like not care? Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you live in the state that has its biggest benefit, is or one of its biggest benefits, it's is the beach. The Pacific Coast. Other than like the sunshine and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But those could kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. But it's like you have this beautiful coastline and you never even thought to visit it. Or better yet. Dummy. Or better yet, it's like people that live in California are like, I've never really seen stars outside of the city. I'm like... You know Joshua Tree's like two hours away. Three and a half if there's heavy, heavy traffic, which that's yeah. max it's gonna be three usually. Yeah. So it's like what, seventy miles. It's not even that far. Yeah, at least from where we are. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, yo, why don't you head up to Joshua Tree? Go hit up certain spots in the Sierras, have decent um, decent views of the scar- goes stars. To sh- like goes to show how much society has beaten the, the explorer type of mentality out of people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the... Okay, that's actually something I kind of wanted to mention. Not, yeah. not because of this podcast, or not because of these topics, but just in general. So many people think they're explorers, but they don't know shit. They think that they're ready to go because they're in, they're in their friggin' Toyota Rav Four, yeah. ready to go tear up the trails that have been traveled mm-hmm. on many times before. I wouldn't even consider like, myself an explorer. Like I'm I, not. An explorer. I have some traveling experience, but it's not my life. I would love to be yeah. an explorer guy. 100%, as much as yeah. I'd love to, I just don't have the time for it or the yeah. ability, unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, like. So many people are just like faux explorers. It's like the people that go on hikes in their spandex. Yeah. And like, um, and it's just a crystal cove. It's barely steep. Yeah. And they're like out here in the wild. It's yeah. like, shut the fuck up. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut dude. up. We can see a McDonald's sign. French, but you can like, still see a McDonald's sign from there. It's like, it's like, dude, there's a highway behind you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Relax. How far out there are you really? Like, out here in the wild. You know, like, okay, relax. So <laughs> they have their camel back. <laughs> <laughs> Camelback, more like travel back to your house. This is where you belong. <laughs> oh, it's like, like oh god, I'm out of water. Must go back. He's right there. I ran out right. of three gallons in two days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, the last topic, the last big topic, mm. since it's been a little iffy, reminds me of Star Wars. There's been some ups and a lot of downs already, so let's 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 talk about things to be hopeful about. Yeah, see, I told you it reminds me of Star Wars. <laughs> That's this topic, it's the final topic. The last hope. <laughs> the last hope. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, so, yeah. I listed three subtopics for things to be hopeful about. The first one is a push for companies and corporations trying to be carbon neutral yes now i did mention in the slides that these corporations are probably doing this for the wrong reason Mm -hmm. just good pr but who cares who cares they're still being carbon neutral they're still trying to be better for the planet just let them do that take this as a victory and let's move on let's move on with the topic at least yeah so how are these companies trying to get there greener materials for production the first company I can think of, if I remember correctly, was Patagonia. It was either Patagonia or North Face, and I want to mm-hmm. say Patagonia. And they're like having a very big push for recycled materials. Yeah. Recycled materials being um, their plastics that they put into their jackets come from water bottles or previously owned clothing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that. Who wouldn't support that? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, why not? I mean, their plastic bottle usage comes from either recycling plants or it comes directly out of the ocean yeah so it's like why not it's a good step in the right direction good thinking on behalf of patagonia or north face i forget which one it is i think it's patagonia Mm -hmm. though so next is obvious and that's powering or the company is using different means of renewable energy or different means of energy that are cleaner to power their solar panels and solar panels um, some people are actually thinking about switching over to algae energy, which we're going to get to in a little bit for okay. renewable energy. Well, let's save renewable energy for in a second. That's the second subtopic. But lastly, properly recycling of waste. Mm-hmm. Already kind of talked about that with clothing and stuff like that. And a lot of companies in the past didn't even like recycle shit. 
it wasn't really a requirement in a lot of places and still isn't, but other companies are starting to be more cognizant of it. For instance, the location or the uh, center that I used to work in, they didn't have a recycling bin, still don't. However, they implemented a machine that you can throw all your cardboard boxes into. And what it does is it presses them into a giant cube. A guy comes and picks it up once a week. And then they break down that cardboard and then they turn it into new cardboard. Mm. Very familiar with that. A lot of malls have that. Exactly. It's a good idea, at least for the paper usage and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Slowing down with that. Next is the one that I think we're going to talk about the most. Maybe the last one. I'm not sure. Future renewable energies. We mentioned it in the last one for corporations, but like, let's talk about what they are. Let's so, talk about if they're actually all they're hyped up to be. Exactly. So, solar panels, or better solar panels. Some people argue that solar panels by themselves aren't efficient enough to power the globe or society. And for the most part, I would kind of agree. At least for where we're at with solar panels right now. Because mm -hmm. it makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, they have these big units, and they capture sun, and yeah, they power like big towns like for a hundred thousand plus people yeah but in california that ain't shit like yeah so it's efficient but not as efficient as you want it to be exactly like how many people live in la like four yeah. mil Ooh. like you you powering that with solar panels no, no dice way. No. unless not everybody only... put it on their roofs yeah but especially that's with ps5s just dropping dude no way you can yeah no dice yeah. not only that but isn't there an argument that the materials they use the minerals that they use for to make solar panels are actually Harming the environment? You're right. That is an argument that the technology that goes into making these solar panels is actually detrimental or is actually um, potentially just as damaging yeah. as, the, uh, as using Which is like, what's the, okay, well, we can capture the energy of the sun, but if we're still fucking destroying the planet, what's just the point? Just to make the panel, then. It's yeah. Just, well, that's why I said better solar panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only put cheaper slash more efficient because that's obvious. That's going to come, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They could always, or they're always going to make solar cells that are smaller, just like our phones, for instance. Do you remember the iPhone 2? Mm -hmm. Or just the iPhone, as it was called? Yeah. Do you remember how big the pixels were on that tiny, tiny screen? Yeah. It was huge in comparison to what we have now. I mean, essentially, like, we have over 4K, or we have, like, 4K in some screens, which is nuts. Mm -hmm. Pixel density off the charts. Yeah. Unbelievably small pixels. So like why can't smooth we, image. Why can't we have a solar cell that's this big today, right? Just a, what would that be, like? four inches by four inches yeah. three inches by three inches cell why in the future can't we make one that's like half an inch by half an inch or even smaller than that it's heading to that point. that's just as efficient as one that's as big yeah. as they are today those individual cells yeah it's possible and that would mean it's more efficient more cost effective and probably better for the planet overall because you're using less mm -hmm. material and there's also some other crazy people that made solar panels that run off of grass Grass. They utilize the photosynthesis naturally occurring within the plants to generate electricity. Oh, shit. And I'll talk more about how that happens in just a second. Because we're talking about algae, baby. Algae's where it's at. And Crude now, algae isn't that gonna fire That's up. a thing? Oh, we're getting there. It's going to fire up our gas, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Me? Now, if you've been watching the podcast, you probably know I'm a big supporter of algae. In fact, it's actually a field I would like to get into as like a, a job yeah, potentially I mean, in the future. We already know it has four grams of protein with one tea. <laughs> yeah, with one teaspoon. Teaspoon. Tablespoon, not even. Tablespoon. tablespoon. Yeah, tablespoon. seven grams. Still, though, what the hell? Nuts. Yeah. Granted, you do not want to eat that. I have an interesting fact for you in terms of cattle as well. Okay. All right. I, I will 
Can, can we wait until after this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, All right, cool. So algae, crude algae oil. What the hell is that? So I'm going to use Exxon as an example because they're like the leaders in this field as of right now. And their goal is, I think, by 2025 to be able to produce 20,000 barrels of crude algae oil a day. Hmm. That's the target. That's the target for now. Yeah. yeah. So if we want to do some basic math, 20,000 multiplied by 365 days out of the year, mm-hmm. 7,300,000 barrels. That's good. But if you look at how much oil is produced <laughs> like globally. Yeah. Isn't or, it millions a month? Uh, it's like billions overall for the year. It's an Ooh. enormous number. Yeah. Huge. So it's millions a month. So sure. it's going to take a while for algae to take over the gasoline industry if it ever does. They're going to need a lot of outside help to produce that large quantity of algae. But the cool thing about algae when you're producing this fuel is it's completely carbon negative. In fact, not even neutral, negative. Great. And that includes after putting it into the gas, into the combustion engine or the jet propeller or the jet turbine, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Because the process that it takes or the process that um, it takes to grow it. Mm-hmm. takes more CO2 out of the atmosphere than is produced by those engines that are burning the fuel. So it's carbon gotcha. negative. It's really good for the planet um, in terms of getting rid of CO2, which seems to be a big problem right now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a realistic way to curve it. In fact, in fact, um, algae can be up to 400 times more efficient at filtering CO2 out of the atmosphere than just a standard tree. And that's just one unit. Yeah. And it's not even that big. Like, it would fit well within the bounds of this room. Mm-hmm. So definitely a viable solution. A very viable solution. Now, from that algae that you grow in these pools, yeah. what you can do is you can take it out, filter it, process it a little bit, and then you put it into a chamber that has an unbelievable amount of pressure being applied to the algae and a lot of heat. What does that replicate? Being in the Earth's crust. That's how we get oil. Oh, it's yeah. just a bunch of decayed You're plants right. yeah. and, and dinosaurs and yeah. shit that turned into oil over time. You're right. Because their body quite literally decomposed into this slush. Yeah. That's that we the direction we go to, which is towards the ground. Exactly. To pull it out. So we replicate it in way quicker time than it would take to make actual oil by introducing it to way more pressure, mm. way more heat than that oil would be getting. Yeah. So then we get crude algae oil which works very similarly to petroleum oil. And so you would harvest those different types of fuel the same way from petroleum or the same way that you would petroleum oil. Mm-hmm. So you could get gasoline, diesel, jet fuel. Hell, you might even be able to get algae petroleum products. So like petroleum Ooh. jelly, like mm. that could be green, like totally from algae, 100%. That's an interesting, weird little fact about it that's that's one i'm most excited for especially in jet fuel yeah for how un and un, oh, good lord for how unenvironmentally friendly that jets are but like imagine if we could make jets and not have to feel bad about using them so people could travel back and forth way faster yeah, yeah. of course no brainer no brainer for sure now the next thing i wanted to mention was electricity as we talked about earlier yeah you can actually get electricity from these bitches <laughs> from algae and the way you do that is photosynthesis excites electrons moving within the, the cellular walls of the algae and you can use these golden electrodes that you attach to the algae and you can actually collect energy from that yeah so not only are you producing fuel you're also generating electricity at the uh-huh. same time it's a win-win 
I don't even know all, you can do all this with fucking algae. It's crazy. Algae's yeah. algae's one of the best things for this planet, and for some reason, it's just being steamrolled. And I'm going to guess something. To, it has something to do with fossil fuel industry. But that's yeah. just like the stereotypical. Like it's always their fault because it probably is. But we, I would need to do more research about that. Mm-hmm. Number three is an interesting one that you have, and we did mention it yeah. a little bit. But let's go into depth. So I just found out that algae is formed by low oxygen levels within water and other forms of decomposition. Is that essentially what it is? It's essentially it's a microorganism yeah. that thrives off of um certain things in water. So there's a whole bunch of different types of bacteria that or microorganisms or algae mm-hmm. that feast on different things within the water. So you might have one strain that hypothetically if we could figure it out is really good at eating oil. Yeah. Like we already figured out that we can use fungi. Yeah. So mushrooms. It seems like there's different strands of algae, kind of. There's There's a a lot. lot, Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different types. And there's a lot that are very dangerous to people, too. Mm -hmm. So you have to use the ones that are non toxic. Yeah. Don't damage the environment because they can be negative. Mm -hmm. They can actually be poisonous. So you have to be careful with what you're using, how it's being processed, and where you get it from. But I'm sure if you're growing it, like, that's, you're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. You're going to have some knowledge yeah of course you need the knowledge <laughs> so we talked about this a little bit before because i already said algae can be 400 times more effective or up to or potentially more in the future 400 times more effective mm-hmm. than filtering co2 than trees so where do we go with that information take it to the lab <laughs> no take it to the streets take it to the streets there you go that's why i said installations for example, there's certain cities in, um, I believe it was like one of the Nordic countries, where they installed a CO2 filter, which all it is is a series of pipes that has algae running through it, and it collects sunlight all day, just getting bigger and bigger, being more efficient as the days go by. And all it does is it sits over an overpass, or sits on an overpass, which is where a bunch of cars are going. Mm-hmm. And they're able to reduce the CO2 emissions from that area drastically just from that one unit being there. So imagine a world, right? Yeah. Because when you drive on highways, what's something that is over highways all the time? CO2. CO2, that's correct. Smog. Think more literally. Like, what's something that reaches over highways? Oh, bridges. Bridges is a great example. Um, Uh, Electricity poles. That's that's the number one I was thinking of. Light posts. Okay. So imagine if you were able to have every one of these light posts have a CO2 filtering system or algae, basically. Just running through. Yeah. And then you can collect electricity from that algae to power the street lamp, which allows people to see. Yeah, like that old idea of the earth having a vacuum cleaner. That's what it is, Mm -hmm. essentially. And it's using stuff that's provided to us by earth, dude. 100%. That's sick. I 100% support that. I'm I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate of both sides. I see. I say we definitely make more of the COT machines, whatever they are. And we also plant a fuck ton more trees. And oh, no, we need more trees. I'm not trying to say we don't need trees. That's yeah. not the argument here. Yeah. Like, we definitely need more trees. No, dude, fuck trees. <laughs> <laughs> trees are so overrated. All they do is stand there, dude. Like, yeah, they don't they even do anything. Right? All they do is just post they up. Don't, they don't even branch out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, but you know what? They are deep-rooted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, guys. I don't know, bro. For the most part, they're pretty sus with that shade. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, man, don't talk shit on my trees. I connect with them. I'm a tree hugger. What? It's true. I've seen a tree hugger, bro. (laughs) Nothing wrong with being a tree hugger. Catch Zade in the wilderness. You're like, wait, wait. 
got Sasquatch. Oh and then you zoom God. in, it's yeah. just Zade hugging Zade. a tree. And you're oh like, my Let God. me connect to this aura. Imagine taking him to Sequoia. <laughs> oh my god I've no, been there it's yeah, astonishing he, he and I actually went to um, King's Canyon yeah and we saw those redwoods that are like 300 feet high what yeah. crazy nuts damn I need, I need to see that I just I know this is really effed up but like I want to be around for when that tree's life cycle mm -hmm. has come to an end and I just want to hear the sound it makes when it falls <laughs> timber that's gotta be unbelievable. just screams timber loud. yeah what could you imagine that how unbelievably loud that would be <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because it's not only falling mm -hmm. and having all of that mass hit the ground. It's taking out other trees with it. Yeah. And you can bet, sure as hell, it's leaving a deep divot in the ground. No, you can bet they're not letting anyone anywhere near that oh, of course. when it falls. It's a huge danger. <laughs> I bet you there'd be a shockwave that shot out from underneath it. Yeah, it's imagine so heavy. standing right where it lands. Dude, you'd What's be like, like nothing more than a fucking nail in a wall. <laughs> Just, well, it's like, imagine a... um. Dung. Imagine a <laughs> like imagine a building that's three hundred feet tall, completely collapsing, not downwards like in a controlled yeah, demolition. Like sideways. No, it just goes sideways. You like. see the you see like the huh? That's weird. The sun's going down at nine a.m. That's amazing. <gasps> oh. And then the sun comes yeah. up. Again. <laughs> That'd be wild. Annihilate. But yeah, like like why shouldn't um industries be incentivized for putting like these CO two filters around their businesses? I don't know, man. For like, I, get, no, keep going. Keep I going. feel like the world as we know it today, you know, as as much as you want it to be nice, there are other powerful motherfuckers that are con controlling this, and they want it. They want Earth to die. They want to depopulate. I don't well, think they want it to die. I think it's just they want to take advantage of it. Yeah, they're it just self-interest. Sociopathic. It's more so yeah. they want to become richer than they want the world to die. They don't care about Earth. They care about money. Yeah, they came around. But money I mean, like, my where point, does money come from? Destroying the earth, bro. Exactly. And earth. But my point is, like, you know, uh, when you go to Huntington mm -hmm. and there's that, um, there's like that big, I don't know what kind of factory it is, but it just pumps all that. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a plant of some sort. Yeah, it looks yeah. some kind of plant. I don't know if they process oil there or whatever it is. It's algae, actually. I'm pretty sure it's out. Oh, I know they no built. Way. They built. No, yeah, they dude. built a new system or whatever. I was reading their sign next to it. Really? Yeah, because I walk. I I walk past there all the time because I park there. So I noticed that last time, and that's why when you brought up algae, I was like, "Hmm." Oh wait, interesting. This might be a better example yeah. then. Uh, what about what's that giant area? And I'm totally blanking on where it is. I want to say it's up by Long Beach, but it's like just a huge industrial area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like is that Long port. Beach? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Why aren't those businesses incentivized or at least given like a minor tax break? Like minor, minor. Yeah. I know we were just talking about de-incentivizing corporations that cause harm, but like what if you incentivize these corporations to do something that was useful? That's the only way to get them to transition. <laughs> yeah. So it's like why, why isn't it that they should be, they should get like a small tax break of, it could be decided at whatever level, hopefully without any lobbyist intervention, but... They say it doesn't happen, but it does. Why can't they install like a bunch of these algae filters around them? And then if they even wanted to go above and beyond, they could pay for algae filters on the freeways, on mm -hmm. in city streets, stuff like that. So they yeah. get a bigger tax incentive. Yeah. I don't know. Because it, like, that should if, be a good tactic. Though. Imagine if like they got a tax incentive to be carbon negative. That's essentially what yeah, it is. Yeah, that'd be one hell of a deal. Yeah. It's a win-win. Or at least reaching for carbon neutral. How about that? Mm -hmm.
I'm all for it. I'm yeah, all for it. Start building them right now. Even if I was to think like a company owner, obviously you want to avoid taxes as much as possible because you want the majority of your money. Do you not? Yeah. I, I don't see what the problem is. And yeah, these algae filters, they're going to cost a, a little bit of money, which to these guys is basically nothing. Mm-hmm. But they still get a tax incentive for years to come, even though they had to pay for this once. And then maybe every couple of years they have to do minor costs for maintaining it. Yeah. Just sending a guy out there to swap out the, the water or whatever. You know, it's yeah. it's not win win. That's what we're searching for here. Yeah. Yeah. We want that win win. I'm happy. You're happy. It's like imagine. Here's my here's my whole reason for the algae stuff in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot of eco people screaming that there's too much CO2 in the air and they act like it's the problem for every single thing that's going wrong on the planet. Yeah. Which is a fair argument. There's a lot of evidence to support it. It's a big a problem. monumental amount of evidence to support it. So. Why doesn't everybody just try to pitch in in a way that makes sense, financially makes sense for everybody and all parties involved, and you try to diminish the amount of CO2 in the air, and then hopefully it gets to a low enough level or a level that's sustainable and makes sense, and then we see what happens. Because if the world keeps going to shit and there's less CO2 in the air, what do you blame next? I guess you could blame the... The oil refineries blowing up in the middle Blame of the ocean. A lot of things. But then again, we have we have technologies now to curb that. Mm. Not a hundred percent, but a decent amount if we get there on time. Yeah, like a good amount. Yeah, or I mean, hell, in some cases we can just sprinkle, like I talked about earlier, sprinkling mushrooms or fungi over the affected area, mm-hmm. and it can completely break apart the uh, petroleum that made it into the water. Yeah, or the at oil. least heavily reduce it. Yeah, yeah. heavily reduce it. I don't Common know. Common sense. I don't know. Sense. I'm not saying I have all the answers because I'm sure there's a lot of logistical yeah. mumbo jumbo in between getting it done. We're saying a lot of things that sound nice, but yeah. in terms of practicality, we don't know how they would be implemented yeah. fully because, yeah. I mean, we don't work in government. That's not our job. But um, before we get to our last topic, Zade, you said you had something about lab-grown meat you wanted to share? Oh, not lab-grown meat. Um, This is oh. in regards to algae. So, Oh, uh, algae? Okay. Yeah. A lo- Sorry. And... Um, so a lot of the environmentalists, they um, they talk about methane emissions, right, from cows. Yes. Funny enough, it's actually not a big deal compared to the other things that are producing or that are destroying the planet and producing CO2. Mm-hmm. But an interesting thing here is that feeding... So they did a study where they fed cows seaweed. Who, who's they? Um, a bunch of scientists. Well, what's it's on the, the independent. What's, okay, that's, that's what I wanted to know. Um, but anyways, they fed cows seaweed... And, crazy enough, it cut 99% of greenhouse gases from, from their burps and farts, wow. to put it so simply. Wow, so it's really effective. Really effective. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a bottom tier. I mean, it's definitely a problem you want to you wanna tackle. But you could just feed these cows algae instead of grains, which they didn't evolve to consume. But algae isn't seaweed. That's the thing. Well, But algae can be formed from seaweed. Yeah, you get you get my well my point. Seaweed if you so, want to tackle the methane problem, here's a solution. You could just feed cows seaweed and grass, combination of natural things that they were supposed to consume, cut out the grains, and boom. Then you don't have a methane problem from cows. I I have a question. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people would get mad at me for even just like asking this. Ooh. Cuz it feels like it'd be so straightforward like you you shouldn't do that, but it's like What's wrong with farmers feeding their cows vitamins? 
I get steroids. I understand what's wrong with that. I yeah. understand a whole bunch of the other stuff that they're putting in is negative. But what about just like vitamins? Because it doesn't like, solve the problem. No, I know it doesn't solve the problem, but I mean, just like, wouldn't you want your cow to be as healthy as possible? Yeah. Well, well it's it's like the principle of via uh, negativa, which is like, um, why focus on the things that you need to add instead of just focusing on the things that are causing the problems and focus on removal? Why don't we, why don't we remove the pesticides from our uh, our system? The craps. Yeah, pesticides, rodenticides, all, all sorts of that bullshit. Mm -hmm. And then cows would actually be... Uh, because remember uh, Paul Chuck talking about how cows would actually try to kill themselves going to the real grass that's not infected with all that stuff. So it's just... it's. It's common sense solution stuff here. Hmm. We just remove all the bullshit, and then we go back to how we used to live. I think we just figured out the uh, 2 a.m. podcast business model. <laughs> We're going to become um, seaweed farmers. Yeah. Seaweed farmers. <laughs> we'll just sell it to farmers. Uh, who's doing that? And then no, you can, who's doing that? And Us. then you can actually open <laughs> up God the land. Right. <laughs> you could actually open up the land, feed these cows seaweed and natural grass, and then you can have more cows. You wouldn't have the problem with methane. A real solution or you could just feed them vitamins feed them vitamins and kill them. no no i no, mean like i mean like with the seaweed it would it be wrong to implement supplemental vitamins as well do the body do the cows cows bodies absorb the vitamins as we think they should like we know. we take a lot of supplements yeah and there's also a lot of research to show that we're not absorbing a lot of supplements but we, yeah. you still absorb some of it. Maybe not 100%, but you still get a decent amount yeah, of it. Yeah, which there. is why you have to read the facts on the back. And it says take two daily six hours apart or something. It's yeah. probably because you're only, that those two are counting as one full one. That's true. Because Yeah, but even then, the, their daily percentage is like 12,000% of what you should get. That's and then true. that's competing with other vitamins and stuff like that, other minerals. That's not entirely true. Yeah. When you take vitamins, you don't necessarily, because they come in different dosages. Yeah, my, my point is that the human body is complex. We can't just expect to throw vitamins in our body and expect the body to, like, you know, thrive. No, I, I get that, but I was just saying, like, You're saying if to it like, makes the cows To healthier. promote something even, to just to be on the safe side, even. Just throw yeah, in vitamins. Thing, you Why can not? Have, you can have good intentions, but who's to say that doesn't come with a negative side effect? Uh, You're dealing with a complex system the, here. The, the I, I can't imagine. The history would... course of vitamins? Till this day? <laughs> I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think people have a pretty good understanding of what vitamins a cow needs on a daily basis and if you were to give them a diet of whatever it's going to be seaweed in this instance mm -hmm. maybe they're not getting enough vitamin c for instance or for whatever reason mm -hmm. so they need to up that count a little bit so just toss a little bit of vitamin c in the mixture but it's synthetic is it not i don't know where are you sourcing your vitamin c from yeah i mean for the most part it's pretty i natural. would assume it's going to be synthetic since that's most of no the for the most part it's pretty natural it's just pure form vitamin c that's all it is yeah or we just get so the grass was they were supposed to. Yeah. I mean, you're going to give them grass, but like, it's kind of like feeding grass, actually. You know how when you feed grass, you're sprinkling it with water mm -hmm. constantly? Not constantly, but like, you know, twice a day. Yeah. And then for added measure to get that more green poppy look or whatever, we add a little bit of vitamins, which are good seeds to grow your grass or whatever, you know, something to promote it to, you know, just to be on the safe side. Like, yeah, it'll grow. Yeah, nicer this time or something. Yeah, I can see that. You you, you get know? into the whole argument of soil. Like obviously, ninety percent of it is the water that's working, but it's just hey, we left ten percent for maybe this will promote something else. You know? Yeah, 
There's not. I don't think there's right, anything wrong with that. It's like kind of like sprinkling. Give them like a little bit more sprinkling calcium some to support some bone health. That's what it know? is. I mean, sure, it's not gonna fucking destroy the Sprinkle world. Some, that's that's yeah. what I'm saying though. Like, if it, what if it helps the cows though? Yeah, you're just tossing in some hope to the fucking I know, yeah, formula. Yeah, I'm just thinking in terms of systems. I mean, so I'm on that. the natural side. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah. like, if I can give these cows vitamins so it stops from sickness, like it helps protect them from sicknesses and stuff like that, then or it could potentially help. You know? Yeah. But, right. Like, screw it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm against enough. the steroids and all that other insecticides. Yeah, no, I'm sure that, food, dude. but like, yeah. you know, when you're messing with hormones, nah, I don't want. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. You know, but vitamins, I was like, I don't know. I think I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Because I mean, that means I get more vitamins. Yeah. That means like their meat is more nutrient dense. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. I I don't know. That's how I was looking at it. Disagree. And then to bring this to a full circle, things to be hopeful about space travel. Do we, do we even need to say the positives? That's dope. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. just the, out of the like, gate, like under that's number cool. three, you have a sub a subsection letter A that says "duh" next to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. well, because it's all about common sense here. So. It's like what do, what do I even need to say? Like we get to Duh. leave the planet that we're so accustomed to. It's yeah. the only planet we have ever known. Mm. People are like, what about the moon? The moon isn't a planet. That's why it's called the moon. <laughs> we would have called it the planet what if it was big moon, enough to be bro? a planet. And if it was big enough to be a planet, it would crash into us. Yeah. Our gravities would just... <laughs> so you know, there's from a whole new planet. There's some nutcases who think the, yeah. plan- the moon's a planet. Well, we also got like asteroid mining and... Yeah. I mean, vacations on the moon would be pretty cool. What, what better way to, to get into our... To, to get into the explorer archetype than to travel fucking space. To boldly well, go where others have gone before. According to Logan, it's augmented reality. But <laughs> <laughs> This is why I hate it. I hate, I hate AR. We should stick to space. All right, make our reality happen <laughs> like it should. You know? Dude, Mars, come on. Well, here's the th- I think... Mars would defeat any AR any day in my head. <laughs> Yeah, Mars would be pretty. Yeah, but in your mind, you could also just once they send enough drones there to get like realistic mappings of it, you're just I'm on Mars. Uh, I don't know. And then you also, I mean, you're able to dial the the amount of um the amount of gravity back, so it'll feel like you're on there, and also you don't get any of the radiation. So you could theoretically just walk around in your freaking Converse and boxers and whatever the hell. Yeah. Could walk around naked, naked if you want. I feel to. like it's the fact that we're conscious that we know that we have the chip in our brain that's going to ruin it. I feel like people will stop caring though. I feel like people would get over that really quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because we are, I think it we would, do grow. People accustomed. got over this really quick. I yeah, think it would true. be so alarming, like in terms of how realistic it feels, mm-hmm. that you would genuinely just forget about it in an instance. Yeah, forget about it. Forget about it. Just forget about it. Except for this episode, though. I was about to say that <laughs> something you shouldn't forget about. Is episode so, sixty of the Two AM podcast? Yes, thank you sir, very much yes, for tuning in. Yeah, once so. again, you can find us on a whole myriad of platforms, can places you. such as Spotify, Anchor, Castbox. Yep, Castbox, Castbox and uh, the Big Daddy YouTube. Uh, if you happen to wander over there, mm-hmm. it's um the Two AM podcast. Yep, at the Two AM podcast. At the Two AM podcast, um, our YouTube page is officially Two AM. Yeah. Yep. Also, five star reviews on both Spotify. Spotify any platform do, where you any can platform. give a positive review. If you happen to like it, give it a thumbs up. We appreciate it. Helps us out with the algorithm, and it allows us to know what you guys are liking, what you're not liking. So, subscribe, 
officially 2am podcast on youtube like at the 2am podcast on every other social yep, platform exactly like comment subscribe let us know what we're doing wrong and let us know what we're doing right and that being said we will catch you next time catch you next time peace, peace.